Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, this is Michael Sudhalter with the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and this is a very special edition. We have the valedictorians and the salutatorians of both Cedar Hill High School and Collegiate High School. And I know last year we had the schools together where we had the Val and Sal from the schools. This time we're going to do a little bit different. We're going to have the salutatorians together and then the valedictorians. So joining me first are the salutatorians, Brennan Casey from Cedar Hill High School and Juliet Amati from Collegiate High School. And before we get started with this, we're just going to tell you that it's rare that we can get a Longhorn and a future Longhorn and a future Aggie in the same room and, and get along, but we're able to do that here with uh, Brennan's going to Texas A&M and um, Juliet will remain a Longhorn from a Cedar Hill Longhorn to a um, University of Texas Longhorn. So uh, welcome to the podcast. All right, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you guys have been, how long have you been in Cedar Hill ISD? I've been fourth grade and I've been here ever since kindergarten since kindergarten okay yeah. so you've gone all the way through but um we'll kind of just focus on these last four years what's been the uh, most memorable thing about these last four years uh in my opinion uh and I want to make sure they get the voice right I'm Brennan uh most memorable moments of my high school career has definitely been being in drumline I mean it was like a family away from home for me uh, you know, we had several competitions, you know, uh, and especially this year being the drumline captain, I really got to bond with people, uh, you know, the alumni going out, uh, the new freshmen and everybody coming in, new generations, and I really got to bond with them through music, and uh, yeah, it made the last four years definitely a lot of fun, uh, especially since, uh, you know, when I first got into ninth grade, uh, I ended up quitting football because uh, I wanted to focus more on my academics, and uh you know, band gave me another, you know, family type of uh, organization to look at uh, and, you know, relieve some of my stress from uh, from my high school courses and everything. Okay. And what about for you? For me, um, my most memorable moments would be outside the classroom. So just um, especially after the pandemic, well, after coming back from to school after the pandemic, um, being virtual, I had more opportunities to be more involved outside of just my academics. So I was involved in the Health Professionals Club where I served as president. And it was an enlightening experience to help the students explore their careers. And they got to interview professionals. So many of them found it truly an enlightening experience. And just being able to give back to the community through different things that I'm doing, like being involved in the church and NHS and serving. So okay, great, great. So I know you mentioned the um, pandemic. Was that probably the most, that happened when you all were sophomores? Was that probably the most challenging part of your high school um, career? Uh, in my opinion, yeah. Like uh, when the pandemic first hit, like finishing off 10th grade, yeah, it was kind of difficult, uh, you know, adjusting to everything. Uh, but going the whole, my whole junior year virtual was definitely where it was the most challenging because then I had to adjust to a different type of learning throughout the whole year. 
uh, especially taking uh, AP and dual credit classes at the same time. I mean, you would want a teacher, uh, you know, in front of you actually making sure you learn the stuff other than, you know, YouTube videos. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, to be honest, junior year was definitely more challenging. And were you part of Early College Academy? Yes, ECA. Okay, so you both had um, an opportunity to, so you're going into college as sophomores or juniors, or what are you going into college as? Uh, I believe, like, with my credits right now, uh, I'm probably still going in as a freshman, uh, only because I had the chance to get the associates, right? But, uh, honestly, I didn't want to, like, stress myself out too much throughout the years. Uh, getting it, you know, I wanted to try my best to enjoy my high school years. Um, so, yeah, like, I probably need, like, four more classes, four more dual credit classes just to get the associates and, you know, knock off two years of college. But, uh, you know, I wanted to have my summaries. I wanted to you know, live out life through high school while also still keeping my, my grades up and still taking rigorous courses. Just not enough for the associates. I just want to get the diploma and, and, uh, and okay. get out of here. Yeah. Also, I feel like a uh, four-year experience at college might be more beneficial to me, give me more time mm -hmm. to mature and everything. Right. Yeah, so now you have two years of college. Um, do you, Are you going to go into UT as a sophomore or junior? It honestly depends on if my grades transfer considering my specific major, so I'll be going with the public health major. Okay. So it, it will depend on. Okay. So, um, I guess, how did you pick that major in public health? So, in the, during the pandemic, so before the pandemic, I wanted to be a pharmacist. And after a while, well, I realized from the beginning I didn't want to be a pharmacist. So during the pandemic, just watching how different health professionals handled, you know, the COVID pandemic and just how they taught the public and informed them on the best safety measures to take. I switched to epidemiology, so I want to be an epidemiologist, which is a study of disease, so that's my choice. Okay, so, and then how about UT? How did you pick UT? So UT, I wanted to go to um, one of the, one, one of the best schools because of research funding, so I like research and I know that if you go to school then they'll have more research opportunities in general. Okay and then how did you pick A&M Uh So I ended up applying to, so I of course applied to A&M, I applied to UT Austin, uh, UNT and then Stanford. So uh, Stanford if they accepted me I would have went because they gave off like free tuition this year. Um, so I got rejected from there. I mean it's a very low acceptance right there. Um, UNT, uh, and then I just started looking off of like the money standpoint, um, because again, my main goal in going into college is to go without paying as much as like as you know as much as possible. I want to pay like I want to be in debt basically. I don't want to get any loans or anything. Um, so UNT only gave me uh, like a ten thousand dollars scholarship on top of my FAFSA. Um, so then you know that was like my safe that was like my safe school basically. So I didn't really want to pick that. Um, so then it was just A&M and UT. UT was my dream school, actually. Um, I've been wanting to go there for a long time, right? But A&M ended up giving me, uh, on top of my FAFSA, they ended up giving me like, like uh, around $55,000. Okay. Um, UT, they only gave me uh, a $20,000 scholarship and on top of my FAFSA, you know. Uh, so again, A&M, I'm only going there for like, uh, like $1,000 a year right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, you're going to get, I, I heard, because my older brother is actually going there right now, um, you actually get grants from, like, your college, from your major. Um, 
so I'm pretty much going to go there for hopefully for free for the first year, you know, and I'm thinking that's, you know, that's great. Um, also, uh, I feel like for my major, in a major standpoint, I feel like they had a better one because I'm going into visualization. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that combines animation, CGI, and graphic design. Okay. So, you know, I feel like, and a lot of those people from A&M, they actually went on to go uh, animate for Pixar and do all that, all the 3D movies like Encanto. Oh, wow. uh, You know, and Coco, like, you know, movies like that. Uh, now you go to UT, it's also, it's still a great program for their design program. Uh, but with that, you'd only do industrial and graphic design, right? It's still cool. But, I feel like visualization would be, you know, better for my creativity. Oh, awesome. And I know um, last month you both had an opportunity to uh, honor a uh, teacher that impacted you. And um, tell me about those those teachers that you honored. So for me, I honored my science teacher in ninth grade, he, Mr. Anderson. Okay. I had him as my teacher seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. Oh, wow. With us. So for him... To be honest, I chose him as my uh, as the teacher that I wanted to honor because, in more than just having just taking classes, you know, to pass the class to get an A, he put us he put his class in a perspective where we have the ability to change the world, whether that be through helping climate change, uh, reduce climate change, and just helping the community in general instead of just focusing on a grade. So. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, who was, who was your teacher? Uh, my teacher, again, he doesn't go to Cedar Hill anymore, uh, but it was Coach Thomas. Coach okay. Ryan Thomas. Uh, I had him in Bessie, uh, Bessie Coleman Middle School. Uh, and to be honest, I, I really chose him because of the way he impacted all of us uh, throughout the classroom. I mean, I still remember, like, his catchphrase throughout U.S. history. Uh, you know, a after, what, like, four or five years uh, after eighth grade, uh, you know, so, and also he kind of like, he really motivated us to, you know, think big and aspire about the future. And, uh, he, he taught us about, you know, a lot of, you know, complicated situations that we're going to have to deal with in, uh, in society after, after, uh, after we get done with school and everything. Uh, so yeah, and I didn't, honestly, I haven't had a teacher like him because, you know, he put, out of all the teachers I've had throughout high school, uh, and middle school, he put the most effort into making sure that we succeed. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he'll probably, he's definitely the favorite uh, favorite teacher I've ever had. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it with him. Okay, so what would your advice be to those uh, scholars, um, you know, that are coming back next year for Cedar Hill? Uh, honestly, my best advice would to work on time management uh you know stop procrastinating stop leaving stuff for the last second because uh that's when you know that's when your gpa is going to start hurting that's when everything's going to seem more stressful um if you get a project and it's due in two weeks start on it start on it when you get it uh i mean if you wait like like two days and it's due in two weeks okay that's cool but start on it as soon as you possibly can if you leave everything for the last moment that's when you really get stressed that's when you're like, oh, school is so hard. This is, but it's really a lot of that falls on to procrastination. So, if you know more scholars can, you know, work on their time management skills, then I feel like high school will be a breeze for them. I would also agree with Brandon. To add on to that, I would say to prioritize, to have your priorities. 
So you have academics and also make sure that you have that you're focusing on your interests as well because it's not just only about going to classes but exploring who you are. So make sure you prioritize your academics but also on the side explore your interests as well. Okay. Great. Well thank you very much and um I know that even though you're going to A&M and UT respectively, that um, you guys will uh, continue to represent Cedar Hill well and um, that and you know have a bright future ahead of you. Thank you. Thank you, man. All right. So now we have the um, valedictorian and or the two valedictorians here. We have uh, Wendy Beltron from. Um, Collegiate High School and Kara Allen from Cedar Hill High School. Thank you for joining us today. Pleasure. <laughs> so, um, how long have you all been in Cedar Hill ISD? I've been in Cedar Hill since second grade. Okay. Me too. Oh wow! So you both, <laughs> wait, wait. both arrived at the same time. Wow, that, that's great. Um, so. But I know there's, you know, a long um, history here in the district, but just for the purposes of this podcast, we'll talk about the last four years at your respective campuses. Um, what, what's it been like being here in, in the district for high school? It's had its ups and its downs if I'm being, like, honest with you. Sometimes I'm like, man, do I really, really want to, like, continue here? But then I would, it would be saved and be like, oh, okay, I actually kind of like it. But overall, I think I enjoy my time here. I think if I went somewhere else, it wouldn't have been as fun or as enriching as it has been. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, there was some sacrifices because we don't really have like a, like a traditional high school. We have an early college program, so we're taking college classes and different professors in an actual like in-person environment. So you have to make those sacrifices, but you also get like a good like um, positives in terms of residing in an actual college environment, preparing yourself for whatever is to come in the future once you graduate. So there's some sacrifices, but there's also some benefits because you also can, can like get out earlier to do some like work study and things of that nature um, later in our high school years. So going, you were both sophomores when the pandemic first hit. Um, what was that like going through that whole experience and then kind of into your junior year? We both took dual credit classes online. <laughs> we, have, we were sharing some stories about that. And it was a little challenging. Yeah, I, I was kind of prepared for it to like dual credit, I was already online, so it was like, oh, online classes are not that big of a deal, but like, I think the hardest part was transitioning back from online to in-person this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, most of my dual credit classes were in-person before that, so going into online junior year, which is like the most important year in your high school career, I mean, that's what colleges look at, it was a little challenging just to make sure you have your schedule right, because you're not going to be an actual teacher there to tell you you have to do this assignment or an actual in-person professor teaching you the material you kind of have to do it your own way so in a way it was a good experience because online classes are never going to go away especially after the pandemic it's going to become more popular so i guess we're kind of more better prepared for the obstacle like in the future now i know that you graduated with a associate's degree but you were at early college academy right mm -hmm. so you have an associate's degree as well so now that with starting college, do you kind of know, is, are you going to be a sophomore, a freshman, junior? Like, where, where do you start college? I honestly don't know. Okay. I got to yeah. send them my final transcript. Right. Yeah. I have the credits transfer, but I know for me personally, I don't want those, I don't want to shave off two years of my college. Okay. Because I want to yeah. experience the full Experience it, yeah. And I will say, since I took most of my classes online,
I think it's a different experience taking your sure. classes yeah. than going to taking the classes actually at a four-year university. Right. Yeah. I'd rather enter as like a sophomore or junior. It just depends. Um, UC kind of has like a specific degree program for my major, so some credits do transfer, some others don't. So it just kind of depends. But either sophomore or junior. Okay, so I know you're both going away for college. I know Wendy's going to UT Austin just down the road, and then Carrie, you're going out to California. So I know you'll enjoy the weather out there while we're experiencing all the, the heat and everything here in <laughs> Texas. But um, how did you guys pick your uh, respective colleges? Um, my funny story, I actually applied there by accident. I applied to the wrong scripts. I went to a <laughs> Scripps Research Institute. I applied to Scripps College, but I ended up really liking Scripps. I have a friend, Grace, she's a freshman there, I'm a sophomore. Okay. And I got to meet a lot of the people there when I visited in late April. And it's really fantastic school. I'm excited. It was a, a mistake. What are you going to major in? Um, I'm doing a double major in chemistry and film studies. Okay, and of course, um, film studies will be right near, you know, Los Angeles where everything is. And then you did a film, I believe, was it a couple of years ago? It was um, in the yeah, film festival. Okay, okay, and then Wendy, you're gonna study uh, political science. Okay, and what's your what are your goals for political science? So I've always been interested in law, especially coming from a first generation student. I've seen how um, the system is treated my family in terms of immigration, so that's always been a passion for me. And being in Austin, it's the capital of Texas, and we know there's a, like a really tense political climate in Texas. So hopefully, there at UT, I can really learn more about the political structure in Texas, perhaps an internship or work experience there in Austin where there's a lot of political influence there. So that's why I really wanted to choose UT. Okay, great, great. And then, so last month we had the Night of Shining Stars event and you both had an opportunity to honor a teacher. Tell me about that teacher and why the um, they were uh, so important to your education. Um, my teacher was Mr. Lee. He was my robotics teacher at um, Bessie Coleman. As an actual teacher in class for one semester for computer literacy, and even though I only had him for like three years and known him for seen him in person for four years, um, he was really inspiring to me. Like uh, his classroom is honestly a safe space because middle school, I was very socially anxious. So when I entered his room, I thought I could be myself. He taught me a lot that I know, like past just robotics and past just computer literacy. Cool. Like the reason why I'm going into film. Is kind of because of him, and so he taught me a lot. And he's also just been someone really who always supported me in whatever I did. So. Okay. So for me, I chose Mr. Waller. So with the collegiate program in middle school, we were like the first collegiate academy class ever. Right. So yeah. um, a lot of the teachers they kind of go from like sixth grade to seventh grade to eighth grade. Over oh, they go on as yeah. you guys advance. They wow. go on as we advance. Yeah. So from like seventh grade to ninth grade, I had the same history teacher, and that was Mr. Wallace. Um, he really showed how passionate I was about history in general and about politics. Um, he's a very strong old man, so um, he was very intellectual in terms of showing me like different philosophies and stuff like that. And he just really taught me how to kind of surround myself in a college environment. And um, I'm really grateful towards him, especially in freshman year. He taught us AP Human Geography, and that really like showed me how passionate I was about social sciences in general. So. Okay, so chemistry and film, you kind of got two roads that you could take. Um, where do you kind of see yourself in five or ten years? Um, I know I definitely want to go into education, but as for what, I'm still kind of unsure. I'm thinking 
chemistry professors and like we do like I can teach and also do research because I really interested in it. And then with the film studies major, I do want to be a film critic. Um, I like making films, but I just think I'm better at breaking them down and like analyzing them. Oh, okay. And seeing like the good and the bad. Like I have a yeah. box account and I'm always posting my reviews on there. Oh, wow. So for Wendy, I know political science can go a lot of different ways from like actually running as a candidate yourself or like working in a candidate's office or just doing advocacy work. So like where where do you kind of see yourself in that five to ten year time frame? So in five years, I'll be 23, so I feel like I'm too young to run for politics in general. So it just depends on when I graduate from UT. I might work as like a paralegal for a bit and then from there prepare myself for law school and go from there. But I do see myself practicing as like a lawyer and perhaps as like a and I'll go into politics. I'm generally passionate about that because I did an internship with um, a candidate for the Texas House Representative this past school year, and I just saw his journey and his story. He was an immigrant, and um, he moved here, and he's been able to establish himself. He actually won his Democratic primary, and oh, wow. him as a minority, he was able to do that here in Texas, so that just really inspired me, and I just hope to do the same with him in the future. Okay, great. And then, do you guys have any advice for the... Um, the upcoming, you know, classes, the tw class of 23, 24, 25 that are, and even younger than that, that are coming up um, at Cedar Hill? For me, I would say, I know, like, the class of 23 at least, the college admission season is super difficult. It only gets harder with each year. I've been having this admission season, at least for me, the most humbling experience of my life. But I want to tell them, like, if you don't get accepted to the college you want, that's probably just a sign that it's not the college for you and just like I won't say prepare for it or be prepared to get rejected but also prepare to get accepted to different roles but also don't be too let down there's always more opportunities than you know for okay yeah kind of like piggyback off of her you'll end up where you like you'll be like you should end up if that makes sense and, mm -hmm. um, I guess for younger people that are going into high school just make sure to keep like a positive mindset whatever goal you have you can achieve it I mean uh, it takes just having a positive attitude, keeping your goals in mind, and from there you can go on work. Because like that was my goal. Like I wanted to be at the top of my class. I just made sure to have that positive attitude going into every homework assignment, every test, every little thing that I had to do, and that kind of let me execute. So just keeping that good mindset will take you far. So you both kind of knew from you know for a long time that you were you wanted to be and that you were going to be valedictorian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations to you both, and we'll. Look forward to uh, graduation on May 31st at the um, Mansfield ISD Performing Arts Center. So thank you again for being here.